Welcome to the Open Phil broadcast. This month I have recording legend Rusty Egan in the studio with me all the way from London. Uh, he uh, is a fan of the studio and of the Open Phil open stage and uh, was messaging me on Facebook telling me he would be in Vienna. So we took a drive today to uh, the Zentralfriedhof, to the Central Friedhof, where he wanted to pay homage to a friend of his. Tell me about that trip. Uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Rusty Egan, and um, you call me a legend. <laughs> and nine out of ten people say, who the hell is Rusty Egan, right? So um, the homage today was to my co-band uh, member, Midge Yeur, who was in a band with me called Rich Kids with former Sex Pistol Glenn Matlock. And uh, we got a synthesizer in 1978. And we were extremely interested in Kraftwerk and Brian Eno and uh, using synthesizers. And uh, in 79, uh, we started to write and produce an album uh, under the name Visage. So Midge and I were doing that, and in Visage was a keyboard player called Billy Curry, who was in a band called Ultravox. They'd made three albums, one, uh, two with Connie Plank and one with Brian Eno, which is why he was in Visage. We were complete fans of that work. And um, I convinced uh, Billy to maybe try Midjure to replace the former singer, uh, main man John Fox, and guitar player Robin Simon, which would have been an extremely difficult uh, role to play. I mean, I just said replace John Fox. Irreplaceable John Fox. He went on to do numerous albums uh, solo after that and um, was the main man of three albums of Ultravox. So they made uh, their their album, I could, can't call it debut because Ultravox made three albums. So they, their debut with Midge Ure, and on that album was a track called Vienna, uh, which was about four and a half, five minutes long and would not be earmarked to be a single. A bit like if you saw the uh, Queen movie, we're not going to put out Bohemian Rhapsody, it's too long. And they had the same with Vienna. We're not going to put it out. It's too long. Uh, they'll never play it on the radio. Uh, it subsequently went to number one in numerous countries. I would presume in Austria. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope. So anyway, um, the video was shot uh, in London in Covent Garden and in Vienna in the cemetery where I wanted to go today and luckily because of you i managed to get there 40 years after they made the video and the record vienna so you've got your own record coming out now well i i have a radio show called the electronic family tree and i joined the dots of uh, 40 years ago and i will play music from uh uh last week because i'm in vienna i played uh, falco um, but I will go right back to um, the 70s, Tangerine Dream, and um, Kraftwerk, Neu, Le Dusseldorf, Cannes. 
I will go into a lot of early German electronic music, Mobius cluster, um, experimental music artists, Amon Duhl, um, which were all very, very influential to a lot of uh, British bands, including Joy Division. A lot of people were, were listening to these um, experimental records. So on my radio show, I call it the electronic family tree because I join the dots of the tree and I go, oh, if you like that, you'll like this. And he made that album and he made that. And I kind of link, link the music. But today's generation of young electronics, of which obviously electronics are much more easily to, uh, you know, log on Amazon, dong, it's on your doorstep. You've got yourself an Aturia and you've got programs and people are making music. But electronic synth pop, i.e. pop music made with synths, uh, it interests me a lot, i.e. the original uh, Human League, Eurasia, Yazoo, Soft Cell, that kind of early 80s stuff has um, influenced a lot of 20 to 30-year-olds who are making electronic pop music. So my radio show features a lot of this music. So what I started to do was contact the uh, artists and say, hey, I uh, really like this song that you've got. Maybe we should uh, collaborate. So my new album is called Welcome to the Remix Volume 2. It's a, a collection of collaborations with artists that I've discovered through having a radio show. I think that's a little bit like what you do. You find an artist uh, playing in the street, playing at the open mic, singing a song, and you go, hey, let's uh, go in the studio and try and do something with that. So I do the same thing. Cool. What's the first song you want to play for us today? Well, um, let's go back 40 more than 40 years, um, one of the most pioneering electronic records for me that I heard in about 1977 was a French band who portrayed themselves in astronaut clothes, masks, and silver suits, playing synthesizers, four of them, and the drummer just going boof, like a machine they were called space and which was a futuristic name and they made an instrumental track as a matter of fact all their music's instrumental they hardly hardly um said anything maybe one track called robots but they weren't a singing band and they made a lot of music that was used by the russians in the space programs and uh, Didier Moroni, the main man and writer of that, um, is a big star in Russia on the same level as Jean-Michel Jarre, a real pioneer. So um, he contacted me because I worked with Space in about 1980, 81. I worked with Roland Romanelli on his solo album, Connecting Flight. And I also worked with Space and remixed and played drums on a couple of tracks, Tender Force, and a couple of more. Anyway, so we've been in touch 40 years. And he contacted me and said, they're going to do a 40-year anniversary remix of um, Magic Flight. And I said, well, 
why remix? You mean get the original record and remix it? And he said, um, well, no, that's the basic concept, but we could remake it. And I said, I'd rather remake it. So the bottom line is he played his keyboards. Uh, and with um, my Austrian friend, who I've done a lot of work with, Hans-Peter Hoger, who lives in Innsbruck. Yeah, we know him. You know Hans-Peter Hoger, yeah. And he, he, he DJs up in um, Crystal Hut, in the Crystal Hut ski resorts, and he's got a couple of albums called um, Alpine Grooves, and basically he really does some beautiful music. We met in Ibiza, actually, and um, he was playing at the Leo Club, and I was playing at some beach bar, and we decided we, we should do a couple of tracks together. So we, we worked on this one, and um, I'm a friend of Paul Oakenfold for 40 years, and I sent him a copy to say, what do you think? And he immediately played it on his radio show. He said, I love it. And that was like three months ago. So basically it was on, on YouTube and places like that. People were sending me messages saying, wow, I've heard this track. But October the 4th on Welcome to the uh, Remix Volume 2, Space, Magic Fly, H.P. Hoger, Rusty Egan mix. So that's that's what dropped on October the 4th. On the album. One of 38 tracks. So this is completely just fresh, hot off the press. Yeah, hot off the press. Uh, you can't call it a cover version because it's with, the, it's with Didier Moroni's space. But we provide the bass, the drums and all the other bits and did the mix. He provided all the keyboards because he is the keyboard player and the original keyboard player. Okay, so what's this track called? It's called Magic Fly. All right, so here is H.P. Hogar and Rusty Egan mix Magic, Magic Fly. Fly. By Space.
So this launched 10 days ago, um, and you've probably been getting a bunch of awesome messages about it. Um, Nate, tell me, was there anything you wanted to do on this record of 38 tracks that you couldn't do? Maybe an artist you remixed? Yeah. And well, last year, H.B. Hugger and I got to remix U2. Love is bigger than anything in its way. Uh, three mixes were accepted and released. So you go on Spotify, YouTube, HBO, go, or wherever you want to go. Um, then they said, oh, we've got a track called Summer of Love. So we did um, four mixes of Summer of Love. Uh, one was called Heat Wave, which uh, went out to all the DJs and is on uh, YouTube. Uh, one was called, like I think, like Chilled Mix or something like that. Well, they released that in a package of remixes. And then another mix I did with my son, um, and we work together now on, on 38 tracks. Um, and it was called The Sunset Mix. And bottom line, I just stripped The Summer of Love down to a half-tempo, chilled, beautiful sunset setting over the horizon, chilled mix. And it, the opening line, the winter doesn't want you. It haunts you. It's a beautiful opening line with Bono. And I, I was writing to you two and saying, hey, doing this album, collaborations. Yeah, you got to talk to LA, whatever you got to talk to. You know, it was never ending. You're not going to get it on your album, you know. So um, as a DJ, I just include it in some of my DJ mixes. And in January this year, I went to... Um, LA and I played at the Sky Lounge which is a beautiful bar in uh, downtown Los Angeles um and with a, a view and, and and a swimming pool and DJ so I basically opened my Sky Lounge set and I recorded that and I put it on my mix cloud so yeah you're right I get messages from people everywhere saying oh my god I heard this mix of you too it's amazing where can I get it and I go I'm sorry it's not available just have to play my mix you maybe know? they'll bring it out at some point I would hope because I also did Red Flag Day which is the third track which they didn't release at all and I did four mixes of that and all four of them just sitting in my laptop no they're not releasing them Hmm. But uh, there's 37 other tracks on yeah. this record, yeah, yeah. and uh, and uh, 37 other artists. You well, no, no, it's not 37 a different artists. It's as I said with you two. I did four mixes of a track. What I do is I tend to like, you know, like you get the unplugged mix, you get the live mix, you get the unplugged mix, you get a club mix. So let's say there's a song called "You Were Never in Love." I've got You Were Never In Love, 90 BPM, guitars, bass, drums, vocals. And then I go, let me get rid of the bass, but put in a bass sequence. And let me get rid of, and so I end up with a mix where I go, there's the guitar mix. And then there's the one with no guitar, no drums, just a little click. And then there's the one with no drums at all. And I love them all. So there's three mixes of that in there. On... 
how do I put it? It's like three CDs and it's like one mix on each CD. It's like that. Mm-hmm. So I also wrote a song with Chris Payne, who is my co-writer and was working with Gary Newman on the first two albums of Gary Newman and obviously was his band as well and toured and worked with Gary for about 10 years. Um, and the song's called I Thought That I Would Never Love Again, But I Was Wrong. The lead singer is from a band called Cult With No Name, Eric Stein, and H.B. Hoger and I remixed two tracks of H.B. of Cult With No Name. So those two tracks are on the album. And then there are three mixes of I Thought I Could Never Love Again. One of them is done by one of my favourite lounge chill-out mix uh, DJs called Dim Zach. Dim Zach's a Greek artist and makes uh, what you would consider like Buddha Bar, uh, Cafe Del Mar, chill out music. So I said, please, would you do that? And then I also sent him an artist I discovered 40 years ago in a club in Paris, a girl called Ronnie and this girl called Ronnie had a really deep voice and I was very intrigued and uh, I said, oh, I'd love to hear you sing. So I heard her singing and I got Midjure, um, Dave Formula, Barry Adamson and me into the studio and um, I said, I want to do the Sly Stone song called If You Want Me To Stay, which I've always loved. Uh, let's just play that over and over. And so as a band, we just went over and over it. And uh, boom, we had the backing track live, all recorded in like, you know, three hours in the studio. And then she showed up and uh, sang the song perfectly. And right in the middle of the song, for the middle eight, the break, I wanted a box of Swan Vestas. Do you know what they are? Swan Vestas are matches that when you light them, they actually make that total sound of, you know, like in a movie, she lit a cigarette and then she tells a little story in French. So anyway, um, we brought that one. I call it Back to the Future. We've gone and got that track and got it to Dimzak and brought it back to the future. And I'm sure that will be played on uh, lounge sets of artists because it's perfect lounge music. Let's listen to that track now. Here we go. All right, here's Ronnie.
So this new record, is it out on compact disc? Is it a digital-only release? Digital-only. I put out an album, 2017. I call it, it came out like the luck, December 2016. Welcome to the dance floor. Welcome to the dance floor. We did that on vinyl, we did it on CD, and we did it on deluxe CD, gatefold, blah, we did the whole thing, and we did limited editions of all of them. So when I go out and perform as I am on the road with Midjua throughout the whole of October. Um, uh, people show up with the, with the CD and I get to sign it, you know. Uh, but no, when I came up with the 38 tracks, I just thought, just get the music out, you know, just waiting for a factory and vinyl and pressing. And there's really a lot of, lot of love goes into that. And this is a collaborations album. I've only written, I think, about two or three songs on the album and the other 30 are like all collaborating with other artists. Um, some of the artists that I find, I meet, I go and see them live, I make sure that they can actually perform and play. And one of those bands is a band from um, Norway called uh, 1921. Um, if you go into search 1921, you end up with three or four other bands i.e. there's some other people called 1921. I'm not sure they did their research. But I think I think the 1921 that I um, like and tag, I'm trying to think. I think they might have banned. I think you go 1921 banned, you'll find it. But the album is called In My Veins. And when I heard that in uh, London in a small little club, um, I absolutely loved it, contacted the band and said, look, I'd, I'd really like to take this track. So I did three mixes of that, but only two of them were on the album. One um, with HP Ergo, which is 110 BPM, and then one with, um, I actually, there's three on the album, and one with my son, REOE Mix, 
And that's what we're going to play right now in my veins, not featuring 1921 REOE mix.
One more. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So leave Shima us Johnson. leave us with one more track here. Tell us about this next one. Shimmer Johnson, if you go into YouTube, um, is a songwriter. Um, she sings uh, beautifully. Um, if any of her songs are covered by some 19-year-old skinny model type girl that the music industry loves so much... Um, I'm sure she would be selling millions and millions. Um, I think she's an amazing songwriter and I think she has an amazing voice. So I don't go, let me take your song and give it to some skinny girl. I say, I want to do this song with you. So basically, um, she wrote this song called Breaking. It's a ballad. It's absolutely beautiful. It's about breaking up. Don't go. And... Um, I've done it in a haunting dub mix on the album, which is in the vein of uh, Massive Attack, who I absolutely love. But I've also done it in a chilled house mix at 115 BPM for lounge DJs. All the keyboards, drums, bass, etc., is all coming from us, but vocals, atmosphere, lyrics, and the songwriter comes from the wonderful shimmer johnson this is rusty egan presents featuring shimmer johnson breaking
All right. Thanks so much, Rusty, for being here. This has been the Open Phil Broadcast. All right. Yeah. Thanks again so much for stopping by. Be sure to come to Tunnel Vienna Live tomorrow for the Open Phil Open Stage. And uh, you can also stop by on the 29th of this month. Um, that's the Open Phil Open Stage at Tunnel Vienna Live. We'll be back on Radio Orange next month. Have a good one.